You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the XOXO After Dark Cast. It's a quickie today with me, Abby, and my lovely co-host, Kate, and guest co-host, Diana. Our producer, Diana, is hopping on the mic today since Ms. Lauren is, uh, I think, gallivanting in the sun somewhere and could yeah, not join us. Yeah, we can't remember us. where she is. Right, we've lost Lauren is she basically is, what happened. Oh God, she's she's Florida? probably dead. I, we think Florida. We hope I it's Florida. I thought Florida, but then I thought maybe New Orleans. Or she was consumed by those jellyfish, um, oh. and it turned out to be a terrible mistake, as we suspected all along. Um, and it's the beginning of a horror movie. One of those things is probably true. Uh, anyway, before we jump into our conversation today, mm-hmm. I'll remind you as always to check out xoxoafterdark.com. For new material all the time, we have guest posts from great authors of romance and women's fiction. We have sweepstakes. We have free reads. There are reads every single week. We feature a new one, but they're good for 30 days. You can read them in any browser. And we have a great mix of romantic suspense or historical romance or contemporary fiction. Something for everybody. Um, so check that out. And uh, remember, please, too, if you are listening to us and liking us, we'd love it if you would rate us or review us and um, try to convince other people to join our happy little band. <laughs> so uh, is that what we're calling ourselves now? <laughs> well, for the next two minutes. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Who knows? As long as nobody starts singing. I was, I don't care. Say, I was just going to say I'm making a theme song as no, we start. No, no. I am going to make that singing super cut for Kate. <laughs> um, today, we decided for a quickie, since we're still kind of early in the year, that we would talk about some of the books that we are looking forward to reading uh, coming up in 2017. And just uh, let's take it back to brass tacks and why we got into this whole crazy biz in the first place. Uh, Kate, what well, are you hoping to read this year? I have a lot of good stuff that I'm looking to read. Um, I read a lot over the Christmas break, mm-hmm. um, and I always have an outside book coming, uh, you know, going, mm-hmm. just because it reminds me of why we do this. Otherwise, you can get kind of mired in the work element of it. I know you, as an editor, totally know where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Diana, do you get fatigue from reading for work so often? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To the point where I either won't read at Mm -hmm. all, and I'll strictly listen to podcasts or music Mm -hmm. on my commute, which is when I read, or um, I'll only read books that are not for work. Right. So Mm -hmm. I always have one going outside of the office, like just for fun, Mm -hmm. because I find that that is what kind of keeps my head in the game. When do you do your reading? Oh, you're a person without a television. I Well, I, I have I mean, Netflix have, and stuff. Yeah. Um, I have a computer. <laughs> but um, I do my reading on my commute mm-hmm. and um, before bed. And I am single and I go out a lot. But the nights or the weekends when I don't have a lot of plans, I could just sit and read an entire Saturday or an entire Sunday and have been known to do that. I think I'm watching too much TV. <laughs> I watch a lot of TV yeah. too, but, but and it's hard to read on a horse. <laughs> yes, horseback riding is not. Conducive. You should be looking where you're going. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and I had a couple of really long flights over over the holidays, so oh. that is always prime reading time. I love a flight and a real vacation where only books with covers come with me. Yes. And um, I also love not only the mass consumption of books, but leaving a trail of books behind you as you go. So you're like, I finished this one in my layover airport. Here it shall sit where someone else may rescue it. Or, ah, here, everything I, all the the six paperbacks I read at this beach 
hotel. I'm leaving these all in your reception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I left my brother's um, house with like at least 10 books. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they were really happy about it. Yeah. I think they were just more annoyed that I was taking up space. But <laughs> I was like, you don't have to keep them. You can give them away. Right, right. We gift them. Right. I found a copy of uh, one of Laura Griffin's first Tracers novels once when I went on vacation in Turks and Caicos. That's and someone awesome. else oh had, uh, had, left it. had left it. And I took a picture. And I was like, Laura, look, you're big in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> That's very awesome. exciting. Um, I am really looking forward to a couple of my of my books that are publishing in the spring um, that I worked really hard on. One is a memoir uh, by Katie Seagal, who was on Married with Children mm-hmm. and uh, Sons of Anarchy and and um, Futurama. Futurama. Mm-hmm. So she does a lot. She's kind of always around. She's doing the um, uh, live version of Dirty Dancing. Um, and she did this really touching memoir that is super. Uh, emotional and really beautifully written and she's a songwriter by trade so uh, on a sentence level it's it's really quite beautiful and talks a lot very intimately about her growing up life and her young actress life and um, her experience with aging and with motherhood um, and so I'm really excited to release that into the wild. Yeah and I think a lot of people wouldn't, I had no idea, I knew her from Futurama and her other acting yeah. things but had no idea about the, her musical background For and sure. just so much to share. So I think For people are sure. going to love it. Um, and I did a memoir or a, a book of essays with Clinton Kelly of What Not to Wear fame. And it's called mm-hmm. um, I Hate Everyone Except You. <laughs> and it is hilarious. It's so funny. There mm-hmm. are portions of it that every time I think of them, like if I'm washing my hair or sweeping or whatever, I, if I think of this passage of the book, I will smile <laughs> to myself. Um, which is kind of a mark of a good one. Yeah, um, that's and the galley sitting on my coffee table that I um, oh, it's I haven't it. been able to start yet, but yeah, it's sitting there. I, take I, a finished book. Now, I well, love the cover. That's the the thing is the galley has been there for a while and Fair I haven't enough. started anything. Fair <laughs> enough. Feel bad, I think but I'm like yeah. halfway through. I really I really it's enjoyed fun, it. Right? Yeah, um, it has the angriest, most delightful budgie or parrot or yeah, yeah, yeah. On whatever it is. Sa- I call cover. him Sassy Bird. I'm he not Sassy Bird. Sassy. Um, what kind of bird he is. And then, uh, again, a nonfiction, I did a book called At Balthazar, which is all about the restaurant in downtown New York uh, called Balthazar. And um, that I just love it because it takes place kind of throughout the course of a day there. But it talk, the, the author, Reggie Nielsen, talked to a bunch of um, the wait staff, the buyers, the people who take care of the meat, the person who does the wine, the, um, the people who shuck the oysters just all sorts of people who have a hand in this tremendously long running it's a tw- it's been open 20 years now um long running and, and rather iconic in new york restaurant um and i love reading about food when i'm not eating it uh so i'm really really excited also to release that into the world yeah that's what i'm looking forward to what are you um, looking to read well work-wise i really love um, I started reading, and I'm, it's coming out in the summer. Lauren's mm. book. I have to give Lauren a shout out. It's called <laughs> "Are You Sleeping?" Oh, um, that one's good. Yeah, yeah, I. It's so good, and I, we probably talked about it on the podcast. But it, it's about um, a woman whose um, father was murdered when she was younger. She has a twin sister, um, and they, you know, they caught the person that they thought killed him, and they put him in jail. And now the story is being retold and kind of um, reconsidered mm-hmm. on a podcast called Reconsidered, very similar to Serial. So she, you know, sees it becomes like a part of the zeitgeist, and then everything that happened in the past it gets drugged up again, and like it just brings back all these memories. And then the killer is reconsidered again, um, and maybe it was someone else. So it's a great thriller, and a mis- I guess a mystery, really. Yeah, there's nothing at stake. <laughs> so well, I mean, you, right. yeah, and you, yeah. you you think you know it's it's great because it starts with you supposedly think you you have the answer already. And yeah, then new stuff unfolds. Kathleen Barber, 
I yes. think. Is yes. that the author's name? Um, yeah, and there's a little bit of a twin sister thing going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a really, really considerate and understanding boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of a miracle unicorn boyfriend. Yeah. But um, uh, it's great. It's really compelling. And I am really looking forward to the next Ruth Ware. Um, I think I loved The Woman in Cabin 10. So that comes out in the summer as well. Um, yeah, those are the two books I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. Um, I uh, have some from us and some from out, mm-hmm. but I got to step up and represent for romance. Oh yeah, in this here parts here. on this here podcast. I did nonfiction and you did like thrillers. Sort yeah, of, so. I, I love thriller. You can tell. Yeah, yeah. obvious. Um, so I will say, coming out in uh, March is the new Candace Camp historical romance. I love a Regency romance with the gowns and the swirls and the lords and the ladies, <laughs> and this one is called A Perfect Gentleman. And uh, I, I just, I loved this this idea from the minute Candy had it. And basically, it is, um, it starts out where uh, an English lord has to get married to an American heiress, as so many of them did at that period, um, to keep the family afloat. Right, right. So wow. the lord had the title and the crumbling house, and the American girl had the money. The money to fix up the And needed house. the class. and. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, she is, you know, younger than he is and a bit naive at the start and is kind of under the thumb of her dad and thinks, mm-hmm. oh, isn't this wonderful? This guy, he's my true love. It's going to be perfect. Oh, no. And this is all this is all in the prologue. So mm-hmm. I'm not spoiling oh, okay. anything. <laughs> uh, he they get married and then he's like, no, we're not going to have a real marriage. You know, I'm leaving now. Cut to uh, and she goes home to America heartbroken Mm -hmm. cut to 10 years later and she has come back to england and she and she's a hottie mctoddy she's a hottie mctoddy she all (laughs) grown up and she's amazing and um she comes to him and he's like what do you want and she's like a baby Mm. oh boom off you go uh so this um wait did that really happen in those books that they just get married and then get shipped back yeah, well, yeah, I there mean, were marriages of convenience yeah. for the money and the title and all that, and then they didn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to live together for the marriage to be legitimate. But yeah, okay, it was. I mean, and you know, Edith Wharton told it a little differently when on the versions where she did it, but it was this very this husband hunting in the in the mm. um, UK was actually there was a period where it was not uncommon because there was all this new money in America, but they mm-hmm. really liked the the um, gotcha. status. Okay. So that's a exciting book one. with a similar premise. Once it, mm-hmm. it did really happen, and and there yeah. there were because also in England there were a lot of crumbling estates, you know, and no money to fix them up. And so if that's your legacy, you're gonna. Is that what happened in Downton Abbey? I think yes, so. Actually, yeah. is that yeah. what's happening because Cora of London, um, sorta, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, in a way. <laughs> and now you have found the natural tr- tr- the natural transition. I need to start watching Downton Abbey. Oh. Uh, you don't think yes, no? I think you missed your window. <gasps> no, why oh. binge watch all of it? It's right, amazing. I was, thinking, I was just thinking like I'll just so sit good. down and watch all of it and yes. then think in my head with a British accent. Do it. That's a thing that I do. Uh-huh. First two seasons. Oh, no. you didn't like it? Do either? all of it. How many seasons are there? Six, something like that. I the it's I really the first one They're loved, short. second one okay, gave up early in the third season. Yeah, it gets a little back. dark and weird, and then I like the last. Dark season. and weird. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but. Um, so if you want something a little saucier and a little more modern, maybe we have, um, the King of Bourbon Street, which I see I've mistyped into my phone as the King of Boobin Street, <laughs> <laughs> which Similar. is Same. probably also appropriate, Same yeah. um, by Thea DeSalle. 
and that is the first it's one of Lauren's books mm-hmm. and the next one is going to be like the Queen of Dauphin Square mm-hmm. I think and mm-hmm. it's New Orleans and the good times are definitely rolling on yes. that one so that'll be fun uh, I love New Orleans yeah. I would read anything out there so it'll be you know sensual and wild and crazy and it should be terrific um, and I happen to see this is not one of our books but uh, I have had the opportunity to work with her in the past mm-hmm. and really like her stuff. Susan Mallory has a new hardcover coming out oh, called she's great. Secrets of the Tulip Sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just does, I love Susan, does great family ties. We um, mm-hmm. talked on our last episode about female friendships. Yeah. And she does sisters that feel like friends and sometimes sisters that feel like frenemies. And it's <laughs> really, um, I love her relationships because she really captures that kind of intensity but that can also free you and choke you at the same time sometimes mm-hmm. and uh, so that'll be exciting and I think just like real life sisters yes just like <laughs> I have I have many complicated feelings about sisterhood so I'm always <laughs> drawn to stories like that Fair uh, enough. and so I'm excited about that one uh, oh and let me share just one more I didn't know anything about this book but um, the title actually the subtitle has made me want to buy it instantly and this is coming up. It's by an author named Alana Massey, and it is not a romance. It is called All the Lives I Want. Oh, I love that title. Yeah. And the subtitle, wait for it, essays about my best friends who happen to be famous strangers. <laughs> Why? And I'm like, I want to read this you book right now. You would love right that book. Now. Yeah. Oh, I, like, I also did, speaking of Desires, just mm-hmm. order the new Roxanne Gay, the, the yes. book short story is Difficult Women. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited oh, about that yeah. one. But that's, oh, it's going to be fun. Let's order everything right yes, now. Yes, I know. I'm almost like, I should really just get on my phone right now. What is that book clicky, that's, clicky. Um, it's about women. It's like a collection of stories about women, and it's, it's like, not Roxanne Gay. It's, it's not Roxanne Gay. No, it's called like uh, Attica, Attica, Atlantica. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Atlanta? Could it be? Yeah. I don't know which. B- Is it coming out next year? No, it's already. Out. I'm just curious. Oh, I don't know. I'm okay, sorry. Arcadia. <laughs> Off yes. Time. No. Arcadia is a, is Arcadia a title, is a, but... Arcadia is a common... No, no. For, okay, never mind. I don't know. Yeah, What is that book about stories of women is is, is perhaps a little women? broad for... <laughs> it's not Arcadia. Um, I don't know. It's <laughs> like when you walk into the bookstore and you're like, I think it was red. Oh, I love those displays <laughs> yes. when they show from independent yeah. bookstores where they're like, mm-hmm. I don't know the title, but it was blue. And right. And they have all the blue covers. Yes. Sometimes I, I want a... You know, there's... Um, I saw that Amazon is going to be op- opening uh, opening a physical bookstore yes. in New York. In Columbus Circle. Yes. And I feel like they should... They, of any people, would be able to set up their bookstore so it looks like a Sephora, where it's just yes. color story. Yeah, I would like that. Just like red, 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 orange. Yeah, like When we were... When I was younger, Forever 21 used to be set up like that. When Forever 21 yeah. wasn't quite so yeah. big. Remember That's you right. would go in and be like all the green dresses, all the blue dresses. Which was frustrating because oh, I, I love. It. I mean, it, yeah, yes. Sometimes it's good if you know what color dress you want. Right. But if True. you're like, but you I like this like, style, and I don't know about yeah, the color, you have to. Day dress. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I was going there for the Valentine's Day dance. So uh, I don't see the problem. Right. <laughs> Easy peasy. Eighth grade was my bitch in that dress. It was cute. It was actually a one piece. It had like a little fringe. It was Whoa. really oh. cute. Beaded fringe. It uh, it may not be as cute as I. Sounds a little racy. It wasn't. It definitely was not racy. It was full coverage. <laughs> I was really into the midi length as a, as a junior high student. Um, the dress said slow, but the fringe said hello. <laughs> well, oh nobody God. said hello to me for several years after that. So. <laughs> Hashtag late bloomer. Oh uh, well, this is why our best friends are all our books. That's accurate. Yeah, my best oh, friends who are sad. all books. <laughs> So well, oh wait, can you yes. settle a dispute for me really quickly? Yes. Um, 
uh, in Pride and Prejudice, do Jane and Elizabeth get married at the same time? No, I think just no. in the movie versions, they sometimes do it. They like do a that. double wedding to, sometimes. To be like, well, there were. I no. feel like it's okay. cut to. And now we're married and happy. And then and they're married. married. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I don't really remember, though, but I, I don't, don't think either. they get. Would, would that. I don't think so. If we're wrong, we're going to get a bunch of comments on this podcast. Well, let us know in the comment section. <laughs> we're going to start saying wrong things about classic literature in hopes that you will all correct oh, us no, and let us know that you're out there. That's not a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. But do do um, actually make a note to tell us what you'll be reading coming up. Yeah. Um, I, I'm always looking for good recommendations, and, and word of mouth is something that you really can't buy. So if you are looking forward to reading something that you really loved, um, and I will say over the break I read Homegoing. Um, oh. And the mothers, and I highly recommend both of them. So um, I read the Anna Kendrick. What I did liked, you think? I really liked it, actually. Scrappy little nobody. Mm-hmm. I like Anna Kendrick. She's um, cute. I watched D- Mike and Dave need wedding dates on the airplane back from Europe. Oh. Amazing! Really? It was hilarious. No, I laughed so hard that I, I thought they were going to ask oh, me God. to like please exit the plane. <laughs> oh wow! She tells a story about um, filming that, and uh, she got there before. Or no, it was no. I take it back. She'd been filming with her co-stars, where she's like the very, as I understand it, the very aggressive kind yes. of crazy one. Yeah. Um, and she'd been acting against the co-stars at such a level that when Mike and Dave, the authors, arrived mm-hmm. on set, she kind of forgot that you. She didn't already know those people, yeah. and she kind of. Uh, she's like, I greeted them basically by screaming at them in the hotel lobby about like, what do you think? I can't remember exactly what, but it was very funny. Um, we'll take your word for it. It was. I know. I didn't tell it well. It's not It's not Anna Kendrick's fault, but I did enjoy Scrappy Little Nobody. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We should go read. Yes. Let's go read some More books. More time for reading. Thanks to everybody for uh, taking a listen. And uh, please do, if you are enjoying this, rate and review us on iTunes. Maybe not the smooth and exit that I just tanked for this particular <laughs> episode. <laughs> but in general. Uh, and uh, share your book recommendations with us. And remember that the best conversations happen, happen after, after dark. dark.